Thanks for joining us today at the Vine Church. We are one church with two locations and reaching around the world with the help of our online service. We exist to connect the world to Jesus Christ. If you'd like to partner with us in doing that, you can share this message with others or click on the give link below. For now, prepare your heart for some incredible worship and an inspiring message. Stand with us and put your hands together.
there's a couple of stories where people were blind, they couldn't see. And so Jesus, by different methods and different means, different prayers, different commands, gives them sight. It's a glimpse of what we will experience in full one day in this new physical body, in this new physical uh, planet, uh, this eternal earth that we will have residence in where God will be with us. We will, what we've been limited in here, be able to experience fully now. Not only that, but what we enjoy now, we'll be able to enjoy then. What we enjoy now, we'll be able to enjoy then. If you're taking notes, I'm going to write that down. What we enjoy now, we'll be able to enjoy then. 
this new heaven, this new earth. And so for any of you that are out there thinking, man, heaven sounds like a pretty old, boring, dull place. Oh gosh, it is going to blow you away what you will do in heaven. In heaven. That's too much. And one of the things that we do know we will do, in sour quotes, is that we know that when we are in heaven, we will not have a choice because we've already made the choice on earth. We will no longer have the choice of glorifying God in all that we do out of our lives. And I don't believe that that means that we're always going to be gathered like in a, a space that's confined, that has a hole in the middle of it, you know, that's confined by time and space and all that. I don't think it's going to be that. I think what it's going to be that in every moment and everything that we do, there's just no option and there's just no choice because we've already made the choice here on earth to glorify God in all we do at all times. And that new purpose that we get along with the new physical body and the new physical planet called the new heaven and the new earth, we get a new purpose. That purpose was actually introduced to any follower of Jesus by Paul, who just five chapters earlier in verse 31 of 1 Corinthians said, whether you eat or you drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Specifically in his context, there were some people that were eating and drinking, but it wasn't for the glory of God. It was for the glory of self, the self-satisfaction, self-gratification. It was for the for the glory of others or the social setting. And so he's saying, hey, hey there's some things that are permissible, but they're not beneficial. So here's why they're not beneficial, because you're not doing it for the glory of God. You're doing it for the glory of self and the glory of others. So, so eat or drink for the glory of God. And actually, whatever you do, even if it's permissible, do it all for the glory of God. Because we're going to be blown away with the, the scope of all that we do in heaven. And so now here on earth, we're given that as people of the resurrection to do it all for the glory of God now. So in your relationship, whether it's your friendships, your dating relationships, your marriage relationships, do that for the glory of God. Whether you're talking to a parent or talking to a boss or talking to a co-worker or employee, do that for the glory of God. In your conversations and your joking, do that for the glory of God. In your activity and in your entertainment, do that for the glory of God. And don't just do Sunday morning from 11 to 12.15 for the glory of God. Do Friday nights and Saturday nights for the glory of God as well. And everything you do, do it for the glory of God. This is the new purpose that we have. And because we know that in heaven we'll have no choice because we made the choice here, we start in part doing all for the glory of God. A great example of that is a guy named Jeremy Corden. Um, last year Catalyst, some of our staff and some of the leaders from our church went to this conference uh, called the Catalyst Conference um, where we get to hear from um, leaders, um, both business and church leaders. They can really challenge us in, in heart and in mind. Um, and uh, Jeremy Courtney was being interviewed uh, by kind of the heads of, of Catalyst. And Jeremy Courtney and his wife 10 years ago, um, in the middle of the Iraq war, went to live in Iraq. And they came across this girl who had a heart defect and was going to die if something didn't happen. And their heart was absolutely torn because of this little girl. And so they started a ministry called Preemptive Love Coalition, where over the, the past 10 plus years, uh, they've been able to um, preemptively love kids through bringing them the medical care that they need, the medical assistance that they need, 
think if we're honest, we would say if 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 we went to anywhere in the world that we consider to be most dangerous, that's probably be where it is. And so the interviewer asks a very appropriate conver- uh, question of Jeremy Corbyn. He says, "Are you afraid to die? Are you afraid to die?" Great question for a person who's living in the Middle East. I took one trip to the Middle East in 2008, and all the plane ride over, I was like, "God, I just don't want to show up on the internet with that." Lift up our praise. Then she 
this broken heart and lack my way until my time on earth is done. Oh, Holy Spirit, breathe in me like kingdom come. Let's make this our prayer. Oh, Holy Spirit. Respond. 